Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We thank you. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. Oh, so worthy. So worthy. So worthy. Of all our praise, all our praise, all our praise. All glory and all honor belong to you. All glory and all honor belong to you. Everything within us, God, we pour it out. We pour our love on you, Lord. We lavish our love on you, Lord. Right now, right now, right now. Right now, right now, right now. Oh, just lavish your love. Oh, just lavish your love. Just lavish your love right now, right now, right now. Yeah, the fire of the living God. Stir, stir, stir. Oh, let the song of the Lord rise. Oh, he's stirring, stirring, stirring. Let the song of the Lord rise. Let it rise. Let it rise. Let the song rise. Oh, from your spirit now. Let it rise. Oh, let it rise. Do you know that the Lord longs to hear Here's the song? It's the song of the Lord that he's placed on the inside of you. And we're, when you're yielded to the Holy Ghost, when we're yielded to the Holy Ghost, the song rises from the very depths of who you are. Yes, it does. It rises and rises, but it takes us having a step of faith. Amen. Taking that step of that step of faith. Whoo, Jordy. Just be filled, Jordy. He's filling you right now. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Woo! There it is. The healing of the Lord. The healing of the Lord. The healing of the Lord. Shandalarabos. Because he goes deep, deep, deep. In places we do not even know of. But he goes deep, 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 and he touches and heals us all. Yes, he knows. Yes, he knows. Father, we love you. We bless you. We thank you for what you've already done this evening. We give you all the glory and all the praise. Father, now as we prepare to hear the word of God that you've prepared for us this evening, I thank you, Father. Oh, Lord, I'm your servant i'm here i'm yielded to you and so i thank you for filling my mouth with the words of my heavenly father i thank you that every ear will hear i thank you father god that everyone in this room is going to receive what the Holy Ghost has for them tonight. Amen? We're going to receive what the Holy Ghost has for us tonight. Amen? Not one person will miss out. Not one person will be uh, unable to hear 
unable to understand, but I decree over each one of you right now, an open access to the King of Kings, open access right now from heaven's throne flowing down unto you. You will hear the voice of the Lord. You will hear him speaking to you and you'll be able to respond appropriately. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, God is good. How to walk in step with the Holy Spirit, part two. Does your life manifest the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit? Because we have been experiencing such a move of His Spirit. We have been experiencing such a move it's incredible. It's incredible. The healings that he has been, he, that the Lord is doing tangible healings where the deaf hear and the mute speak. Amen. Come on. These are miracles that God says everything is actually possible for those who believe. There is nothing that is impossible. And some of you were in this room when it happened. Amen. And that's just a few. I mean, we have been having miracle, miracles for a quite some time. You know what the Lord says? He says, I am the God of miracles. I'm just looking for the bride that believes. I'm just looking for somebody that's going to actually press in and say, gosh, Lord, I want everything that you have for me. And I believe. So do I have a group this evening that believes? No unbelief in this room because we bind that and we take authority over it and we shut it down. Because the belief of the Lord is what's going to rise up in you and grab hold of everything God has for you tonight. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get through these five. Jesus, help me. I'm going to get through these five points these five keys we can call them keys let's call them keys five keys to walk in the holy spirit to allow to 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 walk in the leading of the holy spirit to walk in step with the holy spirit because because here's the thing we know the bible is full of signs and wonders and we know according to mark 16 that these are the signs that follow believers god is the healer but he's looking for a yielded vessel Amen? But if you want to walk in an increase, then there are some keys that we need to understand because God is a God of order and he is going to walk according to his word. Say, God is a God of order. And, and I want to learn his word so that I can not miss out on not one thing. Not one thing. So number one, point number one, holiness unto God. So critical, so important that we walk holy unto God. First Peter 1, 15 and 16. First Peter 1, 15. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. That's 15. Let's go to 16. Because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. What is expected of us? To be holy, for he is holy. Is that possible? Absolutely possible. Because we have the spirit of the living God living on the inside of us. And the longer that you are a Christian, the more that you understand that it is God's 
presence in you that's going to press, cause you to press in a yearning, a longing for the more of God. What do I mean by the more of God? That means you press into everything within his heart. You, you're not going to stop. You can't stop. There, he creates this hunger within you that nothing else satisfies but him. Amen. Amen. Do I have an amen in this church? Yes. We get it. We understand it. That's what God's been doing in our heart. Increasing the hunger, increasing the hunger and this understanding that his word says, be holy for I am holy. Holy Spirit, think of that. Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, God Almighty, third person of the Trinity. What does holy mean? It means set apart. It means consecrated to God. It means devoted. It means sacred. The Holy Spirit sacred, set apart, consecrated to God. But that's who we are. That's who he says, we, I want you to be. What does holiness look like? God's redemptive inner work, clearly displayed for his glory. It is God's redemptive inner work in you, Donna. It is God's redemptive inner work in you, Art, that is to be displayed for his glory. It is God who works in us to both will and do. Amen? So he's the one that gets all the credit. He's the one that gets all the glory. But he's the one that says, I want you to press into me, to lean on me, to understand that I will work in you. Perfection. Not that you're never going to sin. But you will start noticing that that starts to diminish less and less. Because the closer though that you get to God, the more you realize how much actually grieves his heart. The more you realize, oh God, that grieved your heart. Maybe a few years ago you would have been able to get away with it. You wouldn't even have thought of it. But then as you press into the Lord, you start realizing, oh, that grieves you, Holy Spirit. And I don't want to do that. You don't get to get away with the things you used to get away with as you press into the holiness of God. He starts to reveal to you, right? And so, but you continue to hunger and you continue to yearn and you continue to press in, but he's the one that's driving it. He's the one that's driving the hunger. But he says, I want you to come. We're not robots. But he's the one that actually drives the willingness in us. But we got to be willing. Does this make sense? It's a two-way street. In other words, he's saying, I'm going to draw you. The Lord says that, you know, he does his drawing. But he also says, draw unto me and I will draw near to you. He draws us, but he also tells us to draw unto him. So, because it's a relationship. Because what I'm talking about is a relationship. And it's powerful. So, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. John 4, 24. If you're taking notes, that was John 4, 24. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen? Turn to Hebrews 12, 14. Because it says in Hebrews 12, 14, that we are to pursue peace with all people and holiness. Right there. It tells us we are to pursue what? holiness peace and holiness but the point here is holiness unto god so we are to we're to press in and we're to pursue 
we're to pursue the God of peace, the God who is holy. And as you get close to the God who is holy, you start looking like him. You start talking like him because you actually have his heart. Because he saturates you and he consumes you and he changes even your appetite. Oh, Jesus, he's so good. So point number one is holiness unto God. Point number two is to be filled and to be led. Turn to Luke 4, 1. Luke 4, 1 says, Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan, and he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Jesus was filled and he was led. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit was led by the Spirit right into the wilderness. He was filled and he was led. And I've taught you this before. You don't just come and get filled. Oh, that was such a great service. Oh, I felt the presence of God. It was such a great service. We get filled. That is wonderful. But we must also remember to be led by his spirit. And his spirit is within us. His spirit, he pours out his spirit without measure to us. We have his spirit without measure. Do you understand? We have it. There's no limit. There's no limit. God is not portioning out his Holy Spirit to you. But to this person, he's given more. There is no limit. He pours out his spirit, but we've got to be filled and led. And the spirit of the living God will fill you and he will lead you into all truth. We know that because that's one of the jobs that the Holy Spirit does, right? And as this happens, is he's teaching us to walk in step with the Holy Spirit so that you have eyes to see, so that you have ears to hear, so that you know what God is saying, what he's asking you to do. He's also, you also have eyes to see and ears to hear what he's saying not to to do what he's saying not to do some of the the traps that are set before you but the Lord will direct your step if you are not just filled but led so we've got to be filled and led with the Holy Spirit let him lead you let him and you know this is something that's practiced you know this is something that's learned you know this is something that at first doesn't always come very easy but as you start to give yourself to the Holy Spirit as you start to say Holy Spirit this is how it's done. Is this please you? Do you want me to go there? Should I say this? Should I do this? What is your heart, Father? What is your heart in this matter? As you start to ask these questions and you listen for the response, he will start to lead you in paths of righteousness for his namesake. That's what the word says. We know that the word doesn't lie. It never lies. He doesn't lie. Jesus is the word. And it doesn't return unto his void. How many in this room would say, I want to do everything that God has for me. I am so done living a regular, oh, you know, mundane life. Lord Jesus, have your way. Spirit of the living God, have your way. I want to see your arms up. I want to see your hands up. Those that are so hungry, so desperate. Yeah, every one of us in this room, hungry for you, Lord Jesus. So, we know that this is something that he also wants us to have. And so as you make this your daily habit, oh, things start to change. Things start to happen. You know, this is a 24-7, though. This is something we do 24-7. The Holy Spirit is always present. But why have we not always accepted the leading of the Lord? 
Think about that. Why have we not always accepted the leading, the leading of the Lord? Because sometimes you get busy and you forget. Sometimes distractions come and you may forget. Sometimes you might be tired and you may forget. Isn't it funny how the enemy puts up situations in our lives to cause us to forget the very thing that we love so much, the very one that we so yearn for? It can happen to anyone. It can happen to everyone. And I believe it does. But as we collectively and individually say, Oh Lord, but I thank you. I ask you right now to put me in remembrance the minute that I start to stray. I ask you that you put me in remembrance that this is what I want. The desire of the Lord is my desire. Remind me, Father God. And he will do that. He will do that. Hallelujah. So point number two is to be filled and to be led. Let's go to number number four number three point number three is also in the same passage in luke four it's to be consistent in your obedience to him see people want the signs and wonders people want to move in the signs and wonders they want to move in the miraculous they want to see god's power move but are they willing to be consistent in their obedience unto him because that is what is required see jesus was consistent in his obedience to the lord to to, to the father he was consistent in obedience. I mean, look at, look at what he did in, in Luke chapter 4. Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan, and he was led by the Spirit into the what? Into the what? Into the wilderness. Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. Had a spectacular encounter with the Lord. Spectacular encounter. Filled with the Holy Spirit. And then he was sent, led by the Holy Spirit, right into the wilderness for the testing. Some people will say, I know God just, oh, he so led me to come to that church, or he so, he led me to start this ministry, or oh, I so know that God directed me, I so know, I've got the Holy Ghost goosebumps to prove it. We had this amazing encounter night, and I had all the heavens were open. I know that I know that I know Jesus was all over me. The Holy Spirit was all over me. You're like, oh, praise God. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And then, and then the Holy Spirit will lead them right into the wilderness, and they go, I'm so offended at those people. I can't believe that he said this and that. I don't want to do I'm going this way. I'm not. That was not God. It wasn't God. I'm going that way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does God not know what he's talking about? So we have to be careful in being obedient to what God has spoken to us. See, Jesus could have been offended. He was filled with the Holy Spirit, and he was led right into the wilderness. And he was fasting and praying, and the enemy came and tempted him. Forty days. We know he was without sin. But at the same time, he was still tested. He was tested for those 40 days. So the enemy was trying to set up an offense. The enemy was trying to set up in tra traps to try to get him to deny who he really was, to try to get him to sin. If it was one of us, we might have easily just said, oh, you know what, I, don't think, I think I missed it. This was not God. 
this is lasting too long. This is too difficult. This could not have been God. Hey, I know I had that amazing Holy Ghost night when I had the goose pimples, I had the goosebumps, and everything. It's like the heavens were open, rolling around the floor. That was amazing. But that couldn't have been God. I think that I misunderstood what God said. No, if God speaks something to you, and then you're led right into the wilderness, you're in actually really good company. See, I'm in good company. The testing is going to sometimes defy your own mind to get to your heart. That's how the Lord works sometimes. He's going to have to, he's going to, have to actually cause you to press into him to see the God in that situation so that you can die to self and still remain faithful in obedience to him. What is this key? Being faithful in obedience. That's why it's important that we hear God and then we stand firm in what he said. Because the things that come along life, the path of life that could easily offend you are actually the things that God wants to grow you up, heal you, and cause you to mature. Those are actually the very same thing that God said. No, 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 no. Let me tell you, if God either, he's either for you or he's against you. So if you're so concerned about this little trial that you're going in, if you're so concerned that this is the testing in the wilderness and now you're questioning, was the God even in it? Wrong question. If you knew God said you, for you to go this direction, then you have to know that you know that you know that just as Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit and then the Holy Spirit led him right into the wilderness, not because God is a bad God, but because he knows something for you and I. Jesus did these things to show us that it can be done, to give us the strength, to give us the understanding that if he did it, then we can do it too because we have Christ in us, the hope of glory. We have Christ in us. Amen? Don Renee, you have Christ in you. You have Christ in you. Jaime, you have Christ in you. You can do what God has called you to do even when it's difficult. And we're going to remain faithful to being obedient to the word of God because he's our strength. So we get to die to things that offended us. We get to die to things that we didn't like because if it produces the fruit of righteousness in us, if it produces a Christ-like spirit in us, if Jesus is being exemplified in and through us, then so be it. That's what we were called to do. Amen? Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So number three is our constant in obedience. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Number four, to be filled and to be consumed by the Holy Spirit, we are to live consumed with Him. To live consumed with Him is to live an unshakable life, to be filled with gratitude, to worship and to serve Him with everything within us, to reverence Him and to him. Why? Because God is a consuming fire. Say he's a consuming fire and we want the consuming fire to consume everything within us. He's a consuming fire. Say he's a consuming fire. Consume everything within me that does not bring you glory. Consume everything within me that does not bring you joy and peace and happiness, Father. Do you know that the Holy Spirit he can be grieved, we've already said that, but that also means he can be pleased. 
consume everything within me that does not please you, Father. Everything in me, Lord God, that doesn't bring you joy, peace, and happiness, Father. Do you ever think about that? The fruit of the Spirit, right? We're to, we're to operate and we're to exemplify the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5.22 talks about the fruit of the Spirit, nine fruits of the Spirit. We're to walk in the fruits of the Spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. We're to walk in the fruit of the Spirit, right? But what is that? It's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That means the Holy Spirit contains these fruit. That means he's the one that gave us these fruits, right? That means when we walk in these fruit, different fruits of the Spirit, we're walking in Christ-like character. We are exemplifying who he is through us. That means he too has these fruits. That means when we please him, he has love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. It's coming forth out of his heart unto us. Does this make sense? It's so important. Consuming fire. Lord, consume us. Consume us, oh God. Yes. And when we live consumed with him, Psalm 69, 9 says, let zeal for his house consume me. Lord, let passion for your house consume me. Let the, let the devotion for your house consume me. Let, let devotion for, for your word consume me. Let me so be hungry, so hungry for your word, for your presence, for your spirit, that nothing else will satisfy. Oh, as you start asking God for these things, you start to walk in a way that the world does not understand but is yearning for. They're yearning for it because they understand. They'll see it. They'll see Christ in you. They'll see something different in you. They'll see this glory presence, this glory cloud. They'll see this glorious presence. They don't understand it, but they're drawn to it. They may not understand it, but they're going to yearn for it because Christ in you is the hope of glory and he will cause himself to be glorified through you. He'll cause himself to be glorified through you. Isn't that what Jesus said? Father, glorify me and I will glorify you, right? So that people will see you in me. But we are to pray the same thing, that people would see Christ in us, right? So, so that we would glorify Jesus. But we, this is done. This is done as we allow him to consume us. So, number one, holiness unto God. Number two, be filled and to be led. How to walk in step with the Holy Spirit. Number three, be constant in obedience. Number four, live consumed with him. And number five, live in harmony. Live in harmony. In harmony means agreement. It means in accord, in like one accord. Like in music, a combination of, of, a, of musical notes, right? Being played together, producing a pleasant, beautiful sound. Harmony, right? So we are to live in harmony with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm.